Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app, who kicked my butt yesterday, speaking of the NBA Finals. But uh, always powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's OnDemandSports.network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Uh, uh, again, got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, also, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Let Aura do the hard work of keeping you safe online and use our link for a two-week free trial, aura.com slash ATOZ. Plus, Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, with three locations in the mid-state, in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. So, Zach, I uh, hope you had a good weekend. hope everybody had a great weekend. As we mentioned in the cold open, Titans have three days of mandatory minicamp coming up starting Tuesday, then Thursday, and uh, through Thursday. So, a lot of good reaction later in the week from Titans mandatory minicamp. But John Robinson must have a big impact on this Titans season. Uh, and that sounds weird to say because it's now been several months since the Titans fired John Robinson back in December uh, and Ray Carthon was hired as the new GM. But John Robinson does have to have a big impact, Zach. And he had a trait that I think J-Rob was really good at through his entire tenure as a Titans GM. And that was finding key players in the mid to late rounds of the NFL draft. And I mean, I think you can agree that that was probably John Robinson's best trait overall as a general manager in the NFL. And he, he did a lot of great things uh, for the Tennessee Titans. He was fired when the Titans had a winning record, and they did not finish uh, a season before last year without a winning record under John Robinson. So do you agree late-round draft picks, his best attribute? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, I think, you know, before the A.J. Brown tr- trade that actually got his ass fired, you could say, I mean, he was a wheeler and dealer. He got value from a lot of different ways by trading picks. Yeah. He started his entire tenure out by trading for DeMarco Murray, by trading the number one overall pick, by getting an accruing picks and drafting Derrick Henry, which was kind of, it's going to be his namesake for when, you know, he was the general manager for this franchise. But it all came undone when He did it a little too much. And that's usually what happens, right? Is you fall back, you're like, I'm good at this. There's only so many things and so many times you can do that before you get burned. And I think he got too cute. And he thought that, you know, sometimes players are bigger than everybody else. And general managers, it's tough to swallow that pill. But sometimes they are. Like Patrick Mahomes is bigger than the Kansas City Chiefs. Aaron Rodgers is bigger than the Green Bay Packers. It's unique. But I think at this point, and at that point, A.J. Brown was trending to be bigger than the Tennessee Titans franchise because of his talents, his skill set, his ability, and even the franchise history. And when you trade a player Mm -hmm. like that away, even though it was to the NFC, and we know what the Eagles did last year and what A.J. Brown is doing, you're going to get criticized. And that was one of many moves towards the end of his tenure that kind of sealed his fate. But that was the biggest one. But it kind of made what John Robinson was as he entered a general manager job years ago. 
Yeah, no doubt. Now, Mixologist and some others on Mixologist on Twitch this morning says his strongest attribute is never being able to retain his best signings. Ha, 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 ha. Look, I mean, like, that was a part of it. But again, like, John Robinson did a lot of great things as Titans GM. And while it ended ugly, I think Titans fans need to, uh, you know, at some point, uh, forgive and forget and appreciate uh, the John Robinson era overall because you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have any expectations without the work that's that not going to happen Austin no, so like, at some like point you asking at that. some point it will at some no point, no yeah. it won't yeah I'll be at some uh, point no uh, Austin it won't and I because the last it's called burning a bridge in a relationship no matter how much time moves on you are going to realize in that relationship the one thing that you're going to think of if it is of this nature and this caliber is you traded away a franchise superstar right before you got fired? That is the one thing. They're not going to think about him drafting Derrick Henry or changing the culture from when they were, you know, two a two-win team and picking second and first overall to a playoff contender. They're not going to think about that. They're going to think about AJ Brown and especially if AJ Brown continues to go on the trajectory that he is apparently going to go on which we all think he's going to go on it's not going to happen so i'm just that's just a cold hard truth uh, again i'm just saying uh, and jarvis says the texans still hate bill o'brien yeah it hasn't been long enough yet like uh, you know it's like yes it's, it's not, not going to time I, is not going to heal yes, this wound yes that yes it will at some no, point time it will won't. yes it will yes it will absolutely it will but not anytime soon it, it will not Okay, this, Zach is just adamant that John Robinson will forever That's be what he will guy. be remembered by. In in 10 years, when you say John Robinson, he will be remembered for trading away A.J. Brown. Yes, but I, I think there's so a... He there's, won't, okay. It won't be forgotten. I think there's an opportunity for uh, multiple emotions about a GM's tenure. But I, singular I, emotion, <laughs> you're trying to say, you know, that you, oh, time will heal. I'm telling you, it's not going to heal. When you burn that amount of bridge especially with the player and especially with the franchise history that this franchise has gone through by not picking talented wide receivers and trying over and over and over and over again. You got Kenny Britt, Doriel Green Beckham, Kendall Wright. I mean, the list goes on. Justin Hunter, the list goes on and on and on and on. Trash, trash, bust, bust, bust. And you finally pick a premier talent and you trade them away, that's never going to be forgotten. And it's always going to be associated. I don't disagree that it's never going to be associated. I'm just saying at some point there will be, uh, you know, anyway, we've, 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 we've already run out. All right. So, but the Titans need John Robinson to pull through this season. If Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon want to be able to have their cake and eat it too. Rand Carthon's planning for the future. Mike Vrabel wants to win. Now, if you want to have both, then you need John Robinson players to have big years in this NFL. So there's second year players that need to really shine this season in order for the Titans to reach their goals. We'll dive deeper into that here, but real quick, let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, which happens, it's inconvenience. It's always a hassle and it's annoying, uh, but make sure you get back to health. Uh, as quick as possible, the Bone and Joint Institute, they have the experts in Franklin, Tennessee, over a dozen experts and physicians there who know how to get you healthy from any type of injury, whether it's your you know, head to toe. And that's a cliche, but it's true with what they have at the Bone and Joint Institute. So sports, uh, just you know, old age, just happenstance in life of getting hurt. The Bone and Joint Institute can help you out. So check them out online, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get a bonus bet up to $1,000 if your first bet misses. And that is for new users. So download the app today and use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right. So, Zach, uh, in order for the Titans to reach their goals this season, they need their second year players to really step up. And I think we've, we've had a, a ton of shows already. Uh, since the beginning of the draft and, and post-draft, especially, in why Traylon Burks has to be that guy for the Tennessee Titans because they waited until 228th overall to take a wide receiver in this past draft. But beyond Traylon Burks, the Tennessee Titans need their second-year guys, the last draft class that John Robinson picked for this franchise. They need these guys to step up. And so here's the, the draft class, right? And this is who's still around right now because uh, you had um, 
uh, the former Vol Theo Jackson, who is elsewhere now. But you've got uh, these these players: Traylon Burks, Roger McCurry, Malik Willis, Nicholas Petit Frere, Chigga Conquo, Hassan Haskins, and Kyle Phillips. Those are second-year Titans, and maybe not including Malik Willis. All of them need to have big roles in their second year for the Titans to be able to do what they need. And I think we understand that Traylon Burks having a big role is an understatement. He needs to be a dominant force on the outside and a playmaker for the Titans offense. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we talked about John Robinson and what, you know, and I think the, the original conversation was his late round picks that have worked out. And obviously Traylon Burks has got to step up and do his job because of what we just talked about and the replacing of A.J. Brown as that featured wide receiver one. Whether he wants to admit that or not, that's what he was drafted to do and that's what he's expected to do. And if he can't do that job, he's going to be traded away. I I think for or, or leave. But I think there's a lot of, and I will say this, there's a lot of solid developmental pieces within this draft class. And I think if you look at this list, there is a handful that have shown some big-time promise. Burks, obviously, has shown some promise versus the Green Bay Packers. Roger McCreary was vaulted into a lineup because Caleb Farley was hot trash last year and has been since he was drafted. And McCreary, his shoulders had to be broad, and I think he stepped up. He made some rookie bad plays, but overall, I think he showed promise. Malik Willis will skip skip over because we all know what he Mm -hmm. is. NPF played a lot last year. You talk about a lot. Nicholas Petit Frere was, you talk about tossed into the fire. He was, he was sizzling. Now he hit a freshman wall. We all saw that on the Mm -hmm. offensive line. Chig, very talented and very skilled in big plays. Hassan Haskins, when he came into duty and obviously Kyle Phillips, we saw against the New York giants in week one. And then after that, it kind of it dissipated because of his injury, and he's going to have to stay healthy for him to be worth a damn. The best ability is availability, and no one cares if you can't be on the field. Ask Jake Locker. So I think there's a lot of core promise in this draft class, but usually what happens, they're not all going to hit. No. You know, they're just not all going to hit. I think that three or four, if you're lucky, if they hit, you're like, wow, we've now got a good core group at this draft class. I think they may have the makings of that if health and and honestly philosophy fit with some of these players. Sure, and the, Chance Campbell's also a guy who had his, his rookie season robbed by injury out of training camp linebacker who's getting plays back out there healthy out of Ole Miss. He looked good in training camp in some spots. But, Zach, I remember around this time a year ago, after I watched rookie minicamp, you know, Traylon Burks had his asthma breathing issues, and that was a massive storyline last year. And we understand Malik Willis um, was a project. But everybody else in that rookie draft class felt like a player who could – have positive impacts early in their career. And it played out to be that way for the ones who were able to stay healthy and have big impacts in McCreary and MPF. I, I don't know this off the top of my head, but McCreary and MPF might've been top 10 on the entire team in snaps played last season. And, and which is crazy because they stayed healthy. Nobody else was able to stay healthy uh, for the Titans uh, on the whole damn team. So Zach, let's ask this question. Cause I, I do find this um, fascinating. And we have to remove Traylon Burks from it. I think that's understandable. Besides Traylon Burks, which Titans second-year player needs to make the biggest impact this season? So besides Traylon Burks, which Titans second-year player needs to make the biggest impact this season? I think there's a lot of options. Like, there's a lot of players in that class. It was a very deep, heavy class of picks. And so they've gotten a lot of day-one starters in Burks, McCreary, and NPF. Chica Conquil, we understand, and Kyle Phillips, too. So let's remove Traylon Burks from it. Which Titans second-year player needs to have the biggest impact this season? Uh, but first, if you can, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your health plan. That is, I mean, I got my health plan. You should get your health plan. A free quote, health, dental, and vision, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee has got you covered. A quick uh, health assessment, and then you get a quote, and then you realize how great the covered a- coverage actually is. 
if you live in the state of Tennessee, this is where you need to go. I live in the state of Tennessee. I live right here in Nashville. Farm Bureau Health Plans afforded me a great plan. 200 plus locations across the state, health, dental, and vision. I get contact lens allowance. I've got uh, free teeth cleanings. I've got a great health plan with teledoc conferences. So they are cutting edge with this health plan. You should change yours today, but you got to get a quote first. All right, with BetMGM, you can win big even after you sign up with our code ATOZ Sports. That's with the refer a friend invitation. When you when you're on the BetMGM app, you refer a friend. They sign up with BetMGM, and you both get fifty dollars in bonus bets right there. So check that out with the refer a friend invitation with BetMGM. So Zach, the question uh, this morning for the audience: Which Titans second year player besides Traylon Burks? needs to have the biggest impact this season. I think there's a lot of really good options as we've gone through the draft class as a whole. There's a lot of options to pick from. McCreary, Willis, NPF, Chigakonkwo, Hassan Haskins, and Kyle Phillips being the main ones who played last year. Uh, But I'll send you to the chat. And then, look, Mr. Jones says Stonehouse, right? How about that? Off the board, wild card, Ryan Stonehouse, undrafted free agent who should have been a Pro Bowl punter last year. So that looked fair. But which second-year player besides Burks needs to have the biggest impact? So, Zach, I'll send you to the chat. Jimbo says Chig. Amnesia says Phillips. Uh, Mr. Jones goes Chig. Well, you only get one. So, you can't say – I mean, you can say five draft guys. Mr. Jones, I, I think the – We're going uh, to count Chig for Mr. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. Brock says Phillips. Scott also says Kyle Phillips. Hammer compliments says great questions. Thank you very much uh, to the show. Uh, Ryan says – Easily Phillips NPF from Brian feed Chig from Richie Phillips from Joe Titans. Kyle goes Chig uh, is Chig a wrestling fan. Yeah, I think, I think it's more Rick Flair is a fan of Chig right there, but right. by the smile that Chig has on his face, I think he is also a wrestling fan. So uh, Orlando goes, Kyle Phillips, Ken goes Chig Chig uh, Omar. I only get one vote. Karen says Chig NPF in my opinion, from Ronnie Chig, from Gannon, Kyle Phillips, from Tighten Up, Chig, from Chris Frazier, Kyle Phillips, from Louie, uh, Jody says Phillips, Hammer says Chig, NPF, got to show that he's a starter from Stephen King, Deshaun Washington, and Jonathan both say Kyle Phillips. Here's a McCurry coming in mm. from Roy, which we haven't gotten many of. Jeff Rubel, which is Big Ten Jeff, says Kyle Phillips needs to compete at the number two wide receiver. Because there is a drop-off after Traylon Burks. Uh, Jared says Chig. Also, uh, Caleb goes, you can't do Burks, so we're going to have to eliminate that. Chig from Jimbo, Daniel, and Christine. Uh, McCreary, there's a second McCreary from Malachi. So uh, there's actually a pretty good selection here from the chat. I think Chig probably won. But NPF and Kyle Phillips came in there afterwards, which yeah. and McCreary is tailing behind. Those are, I, I would, I was, I expected those three guys to be the most popular answers: Chig, Phillips, and NPF. But let's let's spend some more time on Chig because I, you know, as the most popular answer from the audience, what is Chig going to be in this off in this offense with a new offensive coordinator? He's got a new position coach. Uh, and a, a new opportunity to really be a, a massive playmaker in this offense. Here's a new tight ends coach, Tony Dews, who's been with the Titans for a while, uh, coming off of uh, being the running backs coach. But Tony Dews, when asked by Mickey Ryan of 104.5 The Zone about Chigakonkwo and his growing confidence. Initially, you're just trying to figure out where I'm going and what I'm doing. And then the next thing you start to, in football, then you start to figure out what the defense is doing and how that affects what I'm going to do. So... I think that is a natural progression as, as you play the same position and you move on. Uh, each year you get a little bit better and you understand a little bit more. And I think, you know, case of point, that's how some of these guys play the game for such a long time. When they start to lose the physical tools that they had as a youngster, well, the mental makeup of the game, they understand it from uh, so well mentally that they're able to still play and play at a high level. I think a lot of people look at Chig Titans fans and they say, gosh, this guy's such a big play guy. I love that about him. But as his position coach, what do you tell him to work on? What, what are the focuses with Chig now? The details, the little things, the details. Because obviously, uh, eventually, the little things, the details are the things that are going to either help you succeed and lead to the big plays 
and big play opportunities or the details are going to be the things that cost you when you have an opportunity to make a big play. If you weren't detailed, if you didn't take care of the little things, then you may not be where you're supposed to be and you miss the opportunity at making a, a big play. Tony Dews watched Chig make plays as a running backs coach last year uh, and now is his position coach this year. No strange move, right? You never really hear running backs coach goes to tight ends coach. But Chiga Conquo, coming out of Maryland, right? He was a he was a day three pick. Like you liked the physical attributes, but you didn't know of how quickly he was going to be able to, to make an impact because of the steep learning curve uh, that it takes from going from Maryland uh, to the NFL in the, uh, as a tight end. But I think I am intrigued to see Chig, a comfortable, confident Chiga Conquo, really attack this offense and see what he can do here. I think it's a big deal here for Chica Conquo to have a massive season. Well, what can he do with more targets? The targets he got last year, he did fabulous with, right? He made plays. He made big plays. He scored touchdowns at times. But they didn't give him the ball enough. Yeah, That was the problem with Todd Downing's offense. He was throwing to Swain in the back of the end zone, dropping passes. The, we're not getting 85 involved, and so I bet, and I don't know this, but you know Tim Kelly won this job somehow, some way, and convinced you know Mike Vrabel that he was the man for the job. We're going to find out if that is the case. But a selling point has got to have been that we are going to get Chigakonkwo the ball. We are going to give him opportunity. So what can Chig do with that? I think yeah, well, that is the big question going into this year because he should get the targets because there's not there's not a lot of guys around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not know, a lot they're, of they're all inexperienced. But that kind of goes into what Tony Deuce was talking about because remember, early in the season is when Jeff Swain was getting all those damn targets. Like it, it took until you know after Thanksgiving for Chigakonko to have five targets in a game. One more time. It took until after Thanksgiving for Chigakonkwo to have five or more targets in a game last year. So maybe that's what Dudes is talking about is getting comfortable, comfortable and confident early in the season and not being able to put it all together to where they had to play Jeff Swain. And the tight end position is a complicated position. You're a glue piece between the running game and the passing game. It does take time typically for a tight end that's not Kyle Pitts, that's basically a wide receiver to come do that, to come in and have an immediate impact. But again, after Thanksgiving, Chig's targets were five, five, six, five, two against the Texans when it was four degrees outside Malik wouldn't throw the ball, and then four and four. So again, five, five, six, five, four games in a row of Chig making plays and getting opportunities, scored a touchdown against the Jags and actually made some nice plays here. How does that translate into year two? I think for the answer, the question we're giving, Chica Conquo is a great answer, obviously, uh, by the audience, which, hey, would fall into John Robinson finding a day three pick who can be a massive impact player on this offense falls in line with exactly what the Titans need. Well, how much is that because they don't have anybody else? Yeah, but Chig's you good, know? though. But no, like, it, I, I think he's can... good, but if they had a premier wide receiver to compliment Burks, Chig's role – you got to think about how defenses are going to play this offense. I, like that is my main worry and concern going into this year is you've got to control Derrick Henry. We all know that everybody knows that in the world, but when you're actually defending the past passing game, like who do you have to cover? You really only have to cover two guys and Jig is one of them. That I think that is my worry is the, if I'm a defensive coordinator going up against this offense, I'm going to have so many other players beat me. If Kyle Phillips beats me, so be it. If Chris Moore beats me, so be it. If NWI beats me, we should have gotten beat. If, if I mean, it, it's the case. Yeah. I mean, Agreed. and that I think is, is the concern is Chig, they're going to be targeting him this year. And that's where, you know, you talk about like sophomore slumps, and I'm not saying that he's going to have that, but the term sophomore slump comes with, we have now found tape on him. We now found what he does well, he being the second year player. How are we going to defend him better? And there's not that much distraction in this offense besides Derrick Henry. 
and the fact that they're going to be putting a lot more on Chig's plate. Like they have to, right? Like the Tennessee Titans have to have Chig. They have no choice. Right. And, and Chig has no choice but to accept it and make sure that he can handle it all. So I look, I think the Chigaconquo thing is interesting. It is weird to look back and say, uh, Chigaconquo was second on the Titans in rece- receiving yards last year. Isn't that weird? Like as little as they used him, he was still second behind Robert. The atrocious stat that you no, speak is not weird to me anymore. Like the Dontre Hilliard is it's Don, damning. Dontrell Hilliard <laughs> but it's leading not the team surprising based on what the offense was. Yeah, uh, but I, I, again, it's just of all the things of use Chig more, use Chig more. He was second on the team, and I think that's a good, that's an exciting thing. Like I, that means that if he was, if he had 450 yards receiving as a rookie third day uh, draft pick as a tight end, heck yeah, like build on that thing. Like that is a massive building block for the Titans to have in this offense, especially when they know that we know they want to run the damn ball all the time. Yeah, the fear is is that this is just some big party because we're saying a lot of ifs and buts. Like, we are saying a ton of ifs. I think more ifs in this offense than any other offense in the National Football League. If Kyle Phillips stays healthy, if Chig comes into his own, if Traylon Burks becomes that number one wide receiver, if Chris Moore can give you what he gave the Texans, like, if, if, if Wiley, like, again, we got prayers in the chat for Wiley from Billy Jones, which is good. All prayers are accepted, but damn, it, it, I mean, this is a party. There's a All lot right. of ifs and buts, beers and nuts. All right. So we asked the question outside of Traylon Burks, uh, which Titan second year player needs to have the biggest impact on the team. Zach, you and I have not answered the question yet. We've, we've had a lot of good conversation. I think, I think we anticipated Chigaconquo being the bit, being the main answer from the audience. Zach, what do you think? Who outside of Burks, which second-year Titan needs to have the biggest impact? I'm going against the chat, and I was going to answer this anyway. It's Roger McCreary oh. because it it and and here's the reason why it erases the buffoonery pick that was Caleb Farley, right? Like that was such a bad pick for where the Titans were in their franchise, for why they took him for all of the things that we knew about Caleb Farley going into that draft and then selecting him and then them all coming true. Every single thing, back problem. Was I not preaching from the streets about that back? I you mean, are. I was going nutso. If you watched this show, I, I had the blood pumping through this vein in my neck because I thought how stupid it was to draft bad backs. Never draft a guy with bad backs. Don't do it. Because it's always going to come to that. It's never It's never going to work out. It just, the, the back is the central part of the body. You can't move. You can't switch your hips. You can't go jump. And if Roger McCreary hits and makes a big impact, now you got Christian Fulton and you got McCreary. You got Sean Murphy Bunton, which, which should be a, a, a an impactful free agent if he continues to play at the level that we've seen him play in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And Caleb Farley then can be erased. Because Caleb Farley's not going to be who he was drafted to be, right? No. I mean, we all we all agree. That can should be a little bit more, maybe, but probably not. McCreary is the X factor in this because he's a part of the big four. The big four are quarterback, left tackle, pass rusher, and corner. He plays corner. He's a part of that big four. Yeah, he is. That That is a very impactful position. <clears throat> I like Roger McCreary a lot. Uh, I don't think he is the answer to this question. So, again, we're asking the question, besides Traylon Burks, which Titans second-year player needs to make the biggest impact this season? Uh, so, Zach, I'm going to get to mine because I, I – I, Chig is a great answer. I'm not going to go with Chig. Uh, and I and I do think Roger McCurry is a valuable answer too, but I'm not going to go uh, with Roger McCurry either. But first, let me tell you guys about the Aura app. I went with the Aura app in early April. They found 30 data brokers that had my information. They removed it from 29 of them. And now I get less robocalls. I get less junk mail in my mailbox. And I get less 
junk mail in my email inbox as well because Aura is keeping me safe online. That is where you should turn and you should absolutely use our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. I just posted the link right there in the chat for you guys because if you use that link, you get a two-week free trial. And I'll say this, they removed the data brokers from my life in way less than two weeks. So a two-week free trial with the Aura app, that's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z is how you should do that. Keep you safe online with Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Look, I was, I've had a terrible May, like a mm. god-awful May, but I did put $15, and this is pretty wild, on Victor Hovland to win the golf tournament this past weekend, and I won 400 Oh, so I, I won like 385 Nice. So I paid out 400 I was at, I'll be honest, I was down. So that, it was huge. There you go. Bet MGM. All, all it takes is one, and I'm back in business. Download the app and use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That is the Bet MGM app. All right, Zach. So you say Roger McCurry. While I think that's a good answer, I, I don't think he needs to have the biggest impact. I think the Titans have depth at the corner defensive back position that can make Roger McCreary having a sophomore slump passable for the Titans. Like they don't want him to have a sophomore slump. But when you talk about Fulton, Sean Murphy bunting, then you have uh, Elijah Molden as well, who can play the slot. But as Molden well as, and 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 Fulton have not been healthy. There is I, I, no look, way that you I, can formatively say that you are confident that those guys are going to play say, all I didn't say that. Games. I didn't say that I I didn't say with any confidence that they were going to be healthy. I didn't say they were going to be healthy at all. I'm just saying that the Titans have more depth at that position that if Roger McCrary does have some sophomore struggles, then they, they can get by because of the players they have around Those guys them. probably won't be available at times. Zach, That's what's, what I'm saying. what's better, the depth the Titans have at corner or the depth the Titans have at right tackle? Well, they have to move some pieces around. But here's the thing. they've What is your expectations of the offensive line? To be significantly Better than improved, last year. Significantly uh. improved than last year. Uh, I mean... N- that's why I want to manage the expectations, guys. This offensive line is not going to go from a swinging gate to a steel door. No. It's just not. No. So so that's why I say the expectations of the offensive line are much lower than what McCreary, I think we all believe McCreary can be. But I think McCreary is a linchpin uh, in the defense and I don't, could be. I, I don't he's think got he's got tons a of experience just as a rookie, right? Because they threw his ass out there. He was consistent. And he, look, he missed some plays and gave up some big plays towards the end of the year, but at least he was on the field. That's my problem is that like he can't afford to have a sophomore slump because you talk about depth and what Fulton and Molden haven't been and Farley. Those are three key guys that have not been able to play consistently. It is all on Roger McCurry. And then you got a new guy in Murphy Bunning where you really truly don't know what he's going to be impactful on this new team. I that's, just, my, that's my story and I'm there, sticking to there it. Are, and there are more bodies at defensive back. And I think Mike Vrabel has shown in his history as the Titans head coach that he has been able to go find defensive backs at corner and safety that can come in and at least – you know, hold the dam from completely breaking uh, because of injury. What they haven't been able to do is find offensive linemen that can hold the dam from breaking in case of injury. And if NPF, if Nicholas Petit Frere is not better than he was as a rookie, then the Titans offense is going to struggle massively because outside of NPF, what is the Titans option at right tackle? Skronsky. I bet you they do. They're at moving right, Pete. They're going to move Then who's Pete. at left guard? They have yeah, but that's what you're going. That's you're, my point. There's a lot of bets, right? The, on the offensive line, there's a lot of bets out. You talk about bet MGM. You may come up missing, but they're betting on Dillard. They're betting on NPF. They're betting on Skronsky as a uh, uh, a moving piece. They're betting on He's Aaron Brewer being a better center than a guard. They're betting on Daniel Brunskill to hold it together like Ben Jones did. Like that's my like. If if I think NPF, who I didn't, NPF played 
all the games and he stayed healthy and he beat out Dylan Radins to win the right tackle job. By the way, Dylan Radins is still recovering from a December ACL tear. So it's not like he's ready to go right now either. And if NPF beat him out when he was coming off of a healthy offseason, then Nicholas Petit Frere is not going to get beat out by an ACL recovering Dylan Radins at right tackle. If Dylan, if if NPF is not good at right tackle and he had rookie moments, you mentioned off the top of the show that he hit that freshman wall during the season. If he doesn't break through that and become Mr. Reliable and steady at right tackle, then this offense is in the same position as it was a year ago with Ryan Tannehill probably getting injured no, and you having nothing no. and no opportunity to build was on Burton that but, left left is greater than right. We know this when you you come to both the tackles can get their quarterback hurt NFL or a, a college football team. Both tackles can get their quarterback hurt just as much. And, and I think NPF needs to have a big impact because if you're going to run the football, rely on play action, and be able to have Ryan Tannehill take advantage of some of the young talent on the outside, Nicholas Nicholas Petit Frere has to be really steady. At right tackle. I'm not saying he's got to be an all pro. I'm not saying he's going to be a pro bowler, but he has to be an above average starter at right tackle. And I don't necessarily know if NPF was an above average starter at right tackle as a rookie last year. At times. So, but also at times he was a saloon door too. Uh, right. At t- But again, rookie didn't have much help, like was thrown into the fire. There's no excuses. It's a reason. But I, I think for, for what he has shown up into this point, kind of like McCurry, is that you've seen the glimpses of stability. You've also seen the whiffs, right, for both of these players. And and you talk about Kyle Phillips and Chig. I think that's more about opportunity. We all know, like, these guys, Kyle Phillips needs to be on the field. Chig needs to have more targets. That's not the case for McCurry and MPF. They got all the opportunity in the world their rookie year. How are they going to stack days and be better because of it in year two? Which I, I do think it's interesting that both of our answers were the guys who were day one starters the entire year as rookies, right? Where the audience went with the Chig pick, which is a great pick. And I think Chig should have a big, impactful second year. But he was a role player for the majority of the season because of the position he plays. Uh, and what they had as veterans uh, ahead of him with Hooper and Swain. Here is my reasoning on why I picked McCreary. Okay. Defensive side of the football. If McCreary is hot trash, as we talked about before, and Molden is injured like he has been, and Fulton misses a handful of games, and Caleb Farley is Caleb Farley, Austin, this offense can't keep up. If their opponents are shredding the secondary by throwing the football, which it is a passing league, Austin, the Titans are done. They're toast. If NPF doesn't perform, but the defense holds tight, we've seen that the Titans can win ugly football games. The Titans cannot come back from 17 points. That's my reasoning. And it's based on an educational view of this franchise and the pieces that they still have and are still riding with over the last several years heading into this year. All right. All right. All right. All right. So on the fly, I mean, look, all the things you said are fair. Like I don't, I don't disagree. So on the fly follow-up question, I want to ask this to the chat, which Titan Roger McCreer or NPF uh, needs to have the better year for the team success, which Titan, McCreary or NPF needs to have the better year for the team's success. Because I think this is a good conversation between the two. One offense, one defense. I get it there. Uh, so let's go that. NPF or Rodney McCreary, who needs to have a better season? Uh, but, Zach, you can tell everybody else about where you can get a better vehicle. Yes, uh, that is Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Wilson County Hyundai has your perfect, perfect make and model. It's a Palisade. Could be the Ionic. Could be the Sonata, four-door sedan. And all those are fuel efficient. The Ionic is battery-powered, so it's a whole different beast, but it is 
it will get you from point A to point B, and that's what you need. You need to start from point A of where you currently are and go to point B, which is Wilson County Hyundai. It's a quick trip down I-40, exit 236. It doesn't take long. The pricing on their cars and vehicles are superb. Tell them A to Z Sports sent you. You can test drive one today. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, with BetMGM, I said it earlier, with a refer-a-friend invitation, you and your friends can win with BetMGM. So if you've already signed up with BetMGM via our code ATOZ Sports, use that refer-a-friend invitation in your BetMGM app to send and have your friends join the fun on BetMGM. You get a $50 bonus bet. They get a $50 bonus bet for signing up. So hang out and check that out with the BetMGM Refer-A-Friend Invitation. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualifications, other requirements, wars, usually knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. So Zach, our conversation has developed on you know from which second-year Titan outside of Burks needs to have the biggest impact. Chat majority went Chig. You went Roger McCreary. I went Nichols Petit Freer. So now we're asking the question which Titan must have a better season for the team's success? Either McCreary at corner or NPF at right tackle. Uh, what did the chat have to say about the follow up? Um, let's see here. Mr. Jones says NPF, Caleb NPF, bald and bearded says McCreary. We've got NPF, NPF, McCreary. Here's a string of three NPFs and then a McCreary. So NPF is reading this, or, or is leading this, excuse me. Um, Ro- uh, Roger McCreary from Deshaun Washington, NPF from Nick, NPF. So NPF, the chat says NPF. Yeah. I just disagree because. <laughs> If McCreary is bad, I just the, – the defense is huge for this team. Like, the defense still holds the value for this football team. Yeah. It's not the offense. But the it, offense is going to be what the offense is. But if the defensive – if Roger McCreary is not good, right, and this is the hypothetical we're talking about in this conversation, if Roger McCreary has a sophomore slump, Elijah Molden, Christian Fulton, those guys continue to, to not be able to stay healthy. And so now you're running Trey Avery with Sean Murphy bunting. You still have this front seven with high-paid dudes getting after the quarterback to help out the, the struggling secondary. And you, as of right now, June 5th, uh, Kevin Bard's still on the roster, still under contract. Amani Hooker under contract, highly paid player too. There's just so much around the defense that can help out a corner position that can be a weak spot. Well, what you was the question? What, the question is which which uh, Titan must have a better season for team success? No impact. Perry, no, what, what, no, that was not. That was the specific. Question. Oh, the first question. Yeah. Uh, the first question specifically, besides Traylon Burks, which second year Titan needs to have the biggest impact this season? So I think, and here is where I, the conversation evolved into this. Totally, we're concentrating on if they're trash. Why don't we concentrate if they're impactful? If they're impactful, Roger McCurry can be a ball hawk. He can create turnovers. He can flip the field. He can help the offense that may not be able to help themselves. He can be that person. If he has the Alteron Werner type of year, then you that is the impact that we're saying. I think we got distracted into the what if they're bad. If they're good, NPF is just going to be a blocker, right? And you just a blocker. Well, just a blocker. The problem with the offense is they don't have the big impact guys that can go out and threaten a defense. Yes. McCreary, but, if he is an impact guy and rises above, he can he can affect the entire game. NPF, I don't think overall affects the entire game of him playing at a high level compared to McCreary's impact if he plays at a high level. I disagree. I think McCreary has built-in safety nets around that the the, the corner, right? The 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 second corner of this defense has safety nets and che- and checks and balances built around to protect them. The right tackle doesn't. The left tackle has the left tackle is either Andre Dillard or or break glass in case of an emergency for Peter Skronsky. The right tackle is. We've already seen Andre Dillard play, try to play right tackle with the Eagles, and it did not go very well at all. And so, so what do you in, think left tackle is going to be? Uh, I mean, hopefully better than right tackle. Who, you say, who do I think? 
Yeah, that, that, well, so they're betting on all of these guys. Sure, that's what I'm saying. So if you're betting on three, then NPF needs to be a bet that hits. That, again, that's my NPF point. NPF or Dillard? Who's more important? I think to what to bottom like to bottom out or to perform well, because you have a backup plan for Dillard in in your first round pick. You don't have a backup plan for NPF. I think that they would move around musical chairs like they always have. Who are the other chairs? I think that you'd you'd move. Who's chair six and who's chair seven? Well, I'm, what I'm saying is you'd move around. That's what I'm saying. Guard, well, guard is less important than tackle, right? It depends on, and here's what we don't know. What is their true feeling on Peter Skaronsky? What do they want him to be and not ever move? Left guard, right? Or do they want him to develop into a left tackle? Yeah, exactly. If, I don't if, think so. No, can, I don't believe that if, that's the case. If you ask Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel says, I, I am every day, Andre Dillard, please win the left tackle job. Because if Andre Dillard wins the left tackle job, then everything else falls in line. A but little if bit he better. doesn't, what is going to happen? That that's the problem is that that now Skronsky has to kick out to left tackle. Maybe you try to play Dillard at left guard, but now NPF is still there. And again, I asked who is your sixth and seventh chair on the offensive line. I mean, Brian has the accurate answer, but that's also the scary part that it's Jalen Duncan, six round draft pick rookie, Jordan Ruse, and Corey Levin. Those are your that's your depth on the offensive line, and I think that's a bigger problem than the depth they have at corner. What about opinion. impact though? I, Again, I think, you're talking that, about what, if they're bad. Like what's this offensive philosophy? Run the football. And then do what off of the run? Run the football. Play action, Pat. <laughs> no. Yes. Wrong. It, but, okay, it's being cute. You're being cute to, to ruin my point. But that's true. I know no, my, my answer was not incorrect. No, it's run the football and then use the running game to create explosive plays in the passing game. If you weren't, weren't going to be a smart ass about run it, in between that, though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Run, run, punt, right? That's the whole no, thing. No, run, run, pass, punt. No, you're you're, missing, you're missing one of those key features. No, see, here's why I didn't say pass. Because if you just run, run, punt, then you avoid the third down sack and Ryan Tannehill stays healthy for the yeah, next But snap. they run, run. They okay. run to set up the run. My, Zach, but my point is if NPF doesn't have a good impact, then that run run is not going to work very well. So that's my that's and Denise says, Austin, you forgot about Jamarco Jones. Uh, I don't think Jamarco Jones is still in this offense. I think he was a one-year contract last year and he got hurt. Is Jamarco Jones still on the roster? I haven't I haven't I hold on. Uh, I think I threw away my roster. I have one right next to me. I don't think Jamarco Jones is on this roster, guys. I don't have it. I, th- I threw it away. So Jamarco Jones isn't going to do anything, just like he didn't. Do- and Dylan Raidens is coming off an ACL tear. I think right now, NPF needs to have a bigger impact than Roger McCreary. That's a bigger problem if he doesn't. Jamarco Jones signed a two-year deal. A two-year deal. He's still around. I haven't noticed him <laughs> once. Is that now? How does that make you feel? No, I, I'm I'm not I'm not jockeying for Jamarco That's, Jones I, to be yeah. the savior. I have and I've watched the offensive line. I've I've been paying attention to say, and here's the problem about the O line. You know you're starting five, but that's your starting five. And if they aren't any good, then I don't know what else you got. Two year five point eight million dollar contract. And he didn't play in a single game last year because he it's got a good hurt. job. It's good. He's got a yeah, good gig. Good money if you can get it, right? Half of that contract for just being hurt. Uh, and Nisha uh, didn't yeah. forget this. As you guys are acting like the Titans have a tough schedule coming, no reason any of these guys can't ball out with the pie schedule they have. Tannehill has to be the most impactful player this season. Look, I think that's a great comment. Yes. They don't have a first-place schedule like the Jags. The Jags are going to have to go through some really, really tough teams. Now, I think the Jack man, this is another show, but you know who has a better roster? Who has the best roster in the AFC South? Just chew yeah, on I'm, that. I'm gonna, yeah, you guys can maybe do that that's, tomorrow. That's a great topic. And so I was also thinking about tomorrow. That, that's a bigger topic. Tomorrow, I was thinking, what are, let's say three, what are the three biggest storylines heading into this mini camp? Because mi- mandatory mini camp now, everybody has to be there. Yeah. It's not voluntary. It's not working out with the guys. Like this is the NFL's 
summertime program. And yeah. so I think let's, we'll hold on to that. I think both really good topics. And that best part is we do the show every day. So we got plenty of time to do it. And I, I think this was a great topic. I, I think because, and here's the, here's the thing. I like the draft class, like as a whole, John Robinson's live draft class, dra draft class. I like it. I think they're going to have good impacts. I think John Robinson is going to help Rand Carthon steady the ship a little bit as he tries to plan for the future and win now. Because, and I felt the same way a year ago, just a couple guys got hurt. I'm, I'm putting my chips on McCreary. I, I think like McCreary is, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm saying I think he is going to take the next step. It might have said Interceptions. Like Finally, can you get a corner in this franchise that can intercept a pass besides a tip drill for Kevin Byard? Like, well, he's not a corner. No, right? I, I, the, but, that's the point. No, I, that's the point. Yeah, I, I think safety. <laughs> I'm searching. I, I just think the nature of the position, safeties get more interceptions these days. But but really good corners do, though. You know, in this league, really good corners. Ask pa yeah. Patrick Sertan the second. Yeah, but, the, the, but really good corners who get interceptions, also, it's like a home run hitter. Either you hit a home run, you strike out. Like, it's the same thing. It, there's a similar correlation. If the you Titans have a lot, need home runs. <laughs> but if you, have a lot of, if you have a lot of interceptions, you probably also get smoked a few times because you get a little jumpy. But honestly, the best year, the corner, the last, and I've already said it, the weird, the best year a corner has had in for the Titans was Alteron Werner. Yeah, but that was such a prove me wrong. Thing. I mean, statistically, like, yeah, well, look, statistically an impact that year that Alteron Werner was making all those plays and, and intercepting. I mean, that was huge I for mean, that team. If, if we're going to go recent, like Devin brings up Samari role. Samari role is, is, is still, you know, CB one in Tennessee Titans history. Yeah, But Alteron but Werner still, has played recent. No, recent. I, I know Alteron Werner was like a 2013, 2014 season when he did that. But it's that, 2023 boys and girls. Yeah. But no, think about this. I'm dead. I'm dead ass serious. Who was another corner that had a superb season for the Tennessee Titans in the last 10 years? Corner. The silence is deafening because there is none. Well, I'm trying to Google something and I had to think. Malcolm Butler? Yeah, Malcolm Butler had, had a couple really good years. Like, Malcolm Butler was solid there until he broke his wrist. He got, he got off to a slow start, but I mean... He was still really good. <clears throat> I mean, corners. Um, I mean, it's not. I'm looking at the interceptions in a season all time, and there's just not many. Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan. He yeah, broke Logan. his leg. Huh? Did he break his leg against the Giants? Oh, that's right. Um, but Logan Ryan was good. Logan Ryan, Malcolm Butler were really good duo, and that was yeah. in 2019. What was their highest interception? I, I don't care. No, like, I'm asking. Um, I mean, you don't care. The team cares. I don't think interceptions are everything for a corner. I didn't say everything, but they are a huge, impactful statistic. All right, I'm pulling up Logan Ryan's stats. He. Uh, what was Werner's number? Uh, Werner had, I want to say Werner had four in that one year. Now, and he was, he didn't, he dropped off, right? I mean, it was a one. Yeah, he played a cover two. He had, um, Logan Ryan had four interceptions in 2019, not including his pick six on on Tom Brady. So five, if you include that. Logan Werner Ryan. Had, wait, but you can't include that. That's not on the. Logan five. Ryan had the best season. Werner had five. Werner had three, one, two, five, and two. He played cover two squat corner. Like you just scoop up bad throws. He made and jump. plays. He that didn't year. have to move very much to make those plays. That was a good coaching job. But the point is, is that no Titans corner has made plays since 2013. No, we just said it. Logan Ryan has. Logan Ryan made a ton of plays. <clears throat> tons, tons of plays. Besides interceptions, tons of plays. That's one in 10 years. I think that's the issue. Yeah, it was th four seasons ago, three seasons ago. So, so again, that's like what I'm saying. Uh, Roger McCreary, four interceptions. I'm not going to give him five. I'm going to give him four. Four's McCreary's going for four this year. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Zach, let's get to uh, <laughs> let's get to the Monday Ask Me Anything topic. I have no idea what you have planned for us today, uh, but 
But first, uh, let me tell you guys about Krebs Kubota, who needs to be your equipment dealer because you got to have a great relationship with whoever your equipment dealer is. And Krebs Kubota, they can take care of you. They've been serving Middle Tennessee for now over 18 years. They have three great locations, Franklin, Columbia, and in Murfreesboro. I saw our guys, Matt and Jamie, they're Titans fans. <clears throat> they know how to take care of people as well. They've got the best brand in the industry as an elite Kubota dealer where you get great service benefits and great warranty perks because of the Kubota brand. But the Krebs name, that's when the people come into play and set that over the top for you and your experience with any type of equipment you need, big or small. Krebs Kubota, KrebsKubota.com. NZ Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app. Get in on that action. Last night, I had two same-game parlays that did not hit Jimmy Butler. God, Jimmy Butler would have more rebounds instead of his assists. But that's the game we play. I did have the over and the over hit, so I did win money, right? So, hey, that's the best part. You can do it. You can do it. They can afford you to do it by depositing. And and if you're a first-time user, use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That is BetMGM. All right, Zach. Monday, ask me anything. Topic, what do you have in store for us today? I like this topic. And I think... I'm curious to hear what the chat and yourself has to say about this topic. Okay. What, and I'm going to give, here are the regulations. You get a number one. I need to know your number one. And then you can give me a number two. But you have to state what your number one is, and then you can give me a secondary. I don't want five, six different selections. Okay. You get your number one, and then you get your secondary. What is... Your preferred chip. What is your preferred chip? This is just a a selection. You don't have to choose exactly there because my chip is not even on the screen. Yeah. But what is your preferred chip when you go to get a sandwich, you get a sub, you eat a burger, whatever it is. What is your preferred chip? If you want it, you can give me your number one. If you want to give me a secondary I'm willing to take the secondary. And be specific. Don't just say Doritos. Give me like the flavor. Right. Miss Vicky's jalapeno all day, every day. Can't beat it. The kettle kettle cooked Miss Vicky's chips with a jalapeno all day, every day. And I honestly don't even need a second. Like that's, if it's there, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, exact same. That is my number one. Best chip, right? They're like, I don't look for anything else. If they don't have Miss Vicky's and they have another form of the jalapeno chip, I won't eat it. I go Cool Ranch Doritos. I'm not going to get the Cool Ranch Papadilla, but I'm going to get the Cool Ranch (laughs) chip. So let's go to, let's take it to the chat. Funyuns from Mr. Joe. This tells you a lot about individuals here in the chat. (laughs) Mr. Jones, it all kind of comes and makes sense. Karen's going Cheetos, kettle cooked jalapeno from Ashley. Mm -hmm. So she's aligned with us. Sun chips from Derek. Give me a specific sun chip. Uh, Wrap snacks puffs. I don't know what that is, Valentino, but. Never heard of it. Um, spicy nacho from Cam, Lay's barbecue, cheddar sun chips from Bork, salsa verde Doritos from Richie. Um, uh, Jason Tatum ruffles. I've seen those, I've never had them. Purple what, what, bag of Doritos. The flavor with that. What's the flavor of Jason Tatum ruffles? I don't know. I, I would look that up. Paprika Pringles from Big Ten Jeff. Never what? heard of them. What is purple Doritos? Doritos ketchup chips. Now I kind of feel like people are making these up, but I don't know. There's some weird chips out there. Cape Cod kettle cooked salt and vinegar. Funny thing, I despise salt and vinegar. I think it's nasty. I like them. But I feel like some people, like I love cilantro. Some people hate cilantro. It's like a taste, I think. Cool Ranch from Titans Kyle. Uh, Salt and vinegar from Vicky's Eric. Cheddar and sour cream from Daryl, jalapeno Cheetos from All Right Den, Lay's sour cream and onion, Lay's dill pickle from Scott, 
pork grinds. Devin goes pork grinds. Wow. Uh, you don't hear that every day. Denise is asking where they sell Miss Vicky's. Like a lot of places. It's Just Snyder's like, barbecue chips. I don't know. I, so if I had a second, I would probably go original Sunship. Bugles? I like, I, I, you know what? I like original Sunships too because yeah. they don't, you know, sometimes when you eat the cheddar Sunships, you taste that cheddar for day. days. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for hours, right? Yeah. And then you also, the Sunships are clean, you know, you don't mm -hmm. have the dust. Mm hmm. So I, Sun Chips are up there. I just, yeah. Cool Ranch Doritos. You can, If you ever get a big bag of Cool Ranch Doritos at like a party and you stick your whole hand in there, no, you'll you eat all of them. You can't stick your whole hand in there. You, you absolutely go, can't. No, you just go two fingers. Like if you're at a party and it's no, not you're your bag. you're putting them on a plate. You see what I'm saying? You're yeah, grabbing them to put on your no, plate. No, no, no. You you don't grab them to put on your plate. You pick up the bag and you you dump it on your plate. You don't dump it. You just put your paws in everybody else's chips. It's a party. I don't care. Like, <laughs> don't put your paws on my chips. You're acting like that's double dipping the chip. That's not double it's dipping. It's gross. You shake my hand. Yeah, but I don't want to eat at your the hand. party. How many handshakes are you gonna have? Yeah, but I'm it's trying the same to eat your damn hand thing. No, You're gonna I, eat. You're gonna eat. No, everybody, everybody thinks it is disgusting. Like who, like raise your own hand in the emojis. If you think it's gross. I don't think Zach that's a party. Big old hand in your chip bag at a party. It's gross. It's nasty. Thank you. Lonzo, Zach, you nasty. Quain, that's nasty, Zach. Don't touch my chip, says Kendall. These are also, pe I, you, you people take off your shoes Get in your, your house. Hand. Come on. Get your hands out of my chips. It's they're our chips. You're Whoa. at a party. Okay, so yep. respect yeah, they are. my chips too. Right? I don't put my hands in your stuff. Get your hands out of my chip bag. <laughs> As if I see somebody do that, I am it, it's like a my germs thing. I'm out. No, I'm out. No, you're not calling you are not calling them out. 100 percent I'm not, not calling, I'm thing. not calling them out. I'm just not going back to where they just put their hands all over it. I'm audibling. I am checking out of that selection. There's no way. That, that is not a deal. That's Michael. That's gross. Just he uh, misspelled gross. That's fine. It's still gross. Same thing. It's gross to misspell gross when you're calling somebody gross. <sighs> I look, you don't double dip in a party. You also do just don't it's not it's not double dipping. I'm not, I didn't say it was. I said you don't double dip at a party and you You're also. Comparing them. There are two rules, separate rules, similar items. You don't stick your whole hand in a bag of chips at a party. You grab the chips, you put them on your plate. What if the chips are in a bowl? Then you so you carefully select. There, no, they're not. There's not a tongs for the chips. Then Have you ever been a to a party host, yeah. when chips are in that's a bowl? That's a bad host. That's a bad host. No, I'm not asking you about the host. What do you do when you have chips in a bowl? I either go one at I'm a time. What do you do? I go one at a time. I, I'll grab one at a time and be careful. You do not go one at a time and put them on your plate. You're lying through your teeth. No, I, I, I you grab a no, handful and you put it on your plate. If they're no. in a bowl, you absolutely do no. that. No, no, mm -mm. you pick up the bowl and no, dump it. No, I didn't say that. I grabbed like one or two chips at a time one with these time. with That's my with joke. my it's a joke. You do not pick them up one at a time. Yes, I You're do. Lying. Yes, I do. I don't I got put you. my I, I got you. I'm not you got got. It's okay. No, I did not. You it's okay to pick up a I don't do this if they're in a bowl. No, chips in a bowl will never touch my palm. I pick them up with my fingertips. One and at I move a time in your or, plate? One or two. I don't know. Or I just, or I just, well, you know, if it's a no, social... you grab them and you put them on your plate. That's what Zach, you do. You know what else I do? Sometimes I'll just walk by, grab a chip, and take it and keep going. Then I'll circle back again a few minutes later. I'll just go do that. How is a bowl different? It's not. Huh? It's the same. It's okay. I don't put my, I don't put my paws on everybody else's chips. You're lying. Don't you don't pick a chip one at a time. That's a lie. Actually, I do. Nobody I, does that. Yeah, I, I, I do. One time, one time when I was younger, I was like, "Can I eat one chip?" Because I just now wanted one to see. One time at band camp, like, 
all right I, again there you go your, get your hand on my chips yeah well they're in a bowl what are we gonna do here all right there big no week tongs. here on a to z there's sports no tongs for chips then i'll go get a cup or something i'm not putting so, my paws here after i take a victory lap on that what about the chat sitting there griping what are you guys doing at a party with chips in a bowl all your asses are grabbing those chips with your hands so who's gross now? G R O S E. Just because you say it doesn't mean everybody else does it. Just because you're saying it like this. No, gross. they're facts. These the, the people in the chat don't pick them up one at a time. Fingertips, dude. Scoop with a paper plate. You're Ladle. not doing that, man. Ladle. You're not doing this. <laughs> Nobody. You, I would call your ass out if you're at a party. I'd be like, Phil, what are you doing? Oh. Huh? And you, then, then, then your nickname would be Fingertips, and then it would be shortened to Tips, and that would know, be your nickname like, for your life. How because I don't you're know, somehow you're this praying is, mantis. Zach is desperate enough to win this argument that he's trying to make fun of us for being it's the bowl. The polite. bowl got you guys. You no, just, it did not. You got got with the bowl, Zach. You're being as stubborn as you can. Be. No, you, I'm. You do not take the chips one how, at a time. Yes, a I bowl. do. You grab what? them with your hands, you no. put them on the plate, and no. then you move forward. No, that's gross. That's gross. It's not. Yes, that's it is. What, that's what it's designed to do. No, it's not. There is no that's alternative gross. option. Yes, there are plenty. There are, there's either an extra plate, paper plate, a cup, a tongs, an extra a ladle. paper plate? There's not a cup. Okay, I'm done with this. Don't sit here and tell me that you scoop chips with a cup. I'm out. I, after that, I, I have nothing for that. Because that is not true. Nobody puts a cup in a bowl of chips. You're disgusting. Tell me dead in the face that you've been to a party with a cup that you scoop chips up in a bowl. Why? What's wrong with that? No, no, no. I'm not asking. If it's, if it's an option. You have been to a party like that. Yes or no? I, I'm pretty sure once in my life I have, in, to avoid putting my hands all over the chips, I've probably used a cup. How is that? How was your mind blown by this? Because uh, it's not the, the case. If there's a bowl of chips at a party, you're scooping them with your hands. No, I am not. And nobody gives a damn. Ah, uh, gross, dude. You just <laughs> shook my hand. Yeah, I know. And I'm not trying to eat your hand either. <laughs> you literally just dat me up and we bro hugged and then you're going and eating. It's the same damn thing. I wash my hands a lot, man. I don't know. Not what... at a party. <laughs> like... What? Why are you? Why are you telling me what I do and don't do at parties? After a handshake, <laughs> after we have a handshake and you go eat, like it's it's germs. It just happens. Yeah, but, I know, but you don't put it. I'm not trying to. Oh, never mind. This is gross. <laughs> this is gross conversation. Anyway, the cup doesn't make any sense. You it does make sense. It's one, a great vessel to move things from one to another. So if you had scoops, this is the last thing. I'm, if you had scoops with Rotel. And there's a bowl of scoops. You're going to pick up all of the scoops one at a time. I will. No. Are you going to pick up the scoops one at a time to pour your Rotel all over them in a bowl? That would be my last resort is one at a time. Yes. You're going in there. You're scooping it. You put it on your plate. You're moving on with your life. Disgusting. Gross. Gross. Just awful. Awful. All right. Buck will be live tonight. A to Z Sports Primetime. Big week here on A to Z Sports' Titans minicamp of mandatory minicamp officially gets started tomorrow uh, in the middle of the day. So tons of content rolling this week. We'll have great conversations. Oh, I just cannot get over this. I mean, it's gonna, I'm going to have to take some time to like reset myself. Oh, yeah. Sco scoop bro over there. Getting where? Do you guys have any extra cups? All right, I need we will... some extra cups. I can't touch my fingers. Oh, all right. We'll talk Becky to you guys later. Like the show. Appreciate it as always. Adios.